I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, everybody. It is that time again. That's right. Sports Overnight America. We're different than most other shows. We'll talk the political side of sports, economic side of sports. We'll just talk sports. I'm Fred. You could email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We're heard everywhere. Sirius 217, XM203, all those apps, Sports Byline, Sports Map, American Forces. Gals and guys, you stay healthy. Radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas. Mark Mancini's back with us, uh, the world's worst sports handicap, or Art Source from Galaxy Sports with us. We're going to play some Baron Sports trivia and a uh, fine author. We've had him on before, Ralph Zicktaiko, who's written Coverly Zoned and Nevada Pine Tar. Basically, it's baseball, baseball, and more baseball. We'll talk to baseball free agency and uh, his favorite teams, the Mets, the Giants, and uh, maybe the A's. We'll talk to Ralph about that. All right. I've said this many times. I, I, I really mean it. I think real sports is the best sports show I've ever heard or ever seen. I think Greg Gumbel does a fantastic job. I think his staff does a fantastic job. This month, they did a piece on Qatar and uh, the World Cup. And they were talking about the migrants who were brought over and couldn't uh, go back if they wanted to. They were put into a room with nine other people, 10 guys, in one bathroom, and, and they were dying and this and that. And uh, you find out this week that four to 500 human beings died building the stadiums around Qatar. So when you continue to watch the World Cup and you have a favorite nation out there and you want that nation to win it, just remember that four to 500 people died in building the stadium. Any thoughts? Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Again, we are political on this show, and Dak Prescott uh, was uh, uh, at a media conference talking about Jerry Jones and LeBron James, and if you missed it, uh, in 1957, uh, six black kids tried to desegregate Arkansas schools, and in the picture, as they were trying to walk into the school, was one Jerry Jones, and LeBron James, who I am not a big fan of, I think said the truth here, he said, why don't we talk about that as much as we talk about Kyrie Irving? I think it's 100% correct. Now, Dak Prescott, quarterback for the Cowboys, is, is half black and half white. He said that you know, at the press conference. He said, but uh, I really don't have much to say on the subject. Do you have anything to say about the subject? I know Mark does, and I know Artie does. Uh, email us, sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. And we'll talk about this and free agency and baseball and a whole lot more all night long right here on Sports Overnight America. 
This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is Strawberry Shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool. Stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead, quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what, what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Valid only in Staples U.S. stores. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Hey, everybody. We're back right here on Sports Overnight America. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And later, we'll be talking to Ralph Zigtaiko, author of Crumply Zones at a Bed of Pine Tar, Amazon.com, a great baseball book, talking about his life in New York and now San Francisco with Major League Baseball. The guys are now with us. Uh, the world's worst sports handicapper, Mark Mancini, and the former kicker for USC and uh, the Rams in uh, Art source. And uh, as I opened the show, I talked about something that really gets to me and got to me. And, and again, Real Sports to me is the best show on TV, best sports show on TV. And I think Brian Gobo and the staff do a great job. They did a piece this month and you can keep watching it. Well, maybe you can't. It's now December. But the, the, the point being, it still might be running, uh, talking about uh, migrant workers that Qatar brought in to build the brand new beautiful stadiums. Now we find out that four to 500 of those migrants died. Many of them wanted to go home. They couldn't get home. They were living in uh, rooms with nine other people, one bathroom among the 10 guys, and uh, four to 500 have died. Now, again, when you're watching the World Cup the rest of the way and your favorite nation is winning, 
does that balance out against four to 500 deaths of migrant workers in a uh, country like Qatar? I won't watch a minute of it, and I refuse to, and I played soccer as a kid. Mark Mancini, any comments? Well, you know, this is a sport I was educated by my late uh, father-in-law, and I followed soccer very consistently over the years. The World Cup kind of pissed off the Italians aren't in there. They won the Euro Cup, and they weren't invited to the World Cup, but maybe somebody had a bad spaghetti and meatball dinner. I don't know. But when you look at this whole thing and countries we're, we're having in a Qatar right about now, usually it's in the summer, but it's too hot there in the summer. And then you saw the whole Columbia United States game where the Colombian guy went back, the goalkeeper, he was executed. I mean, I, I don't know, man. We're, we're, the sport is getting too big. And, and now Germany's complaining that they were, they, they're not going to, you know, go out two straight years in a world cup and everything. I don't know what it's coming down to, but it's now becoming more than everyday life in some of these countries. And it's sad. It really is. Art, how much uh, are, are you going to watch or have you watched uh, of the world cup? And, well, what about the nation of Qatar and four to 500 deaths? That's, that's really, really sad, but it doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, first of all, when they're building those stadiums in the summer, it gets 120 degrees in there. Hell, we had a lot of guys die at SoFi Stadium building that stadium. And, you know, not in, that, not in the terms of the numbers you're talking about. But, you know, the World Cup, I mean, here's what the World Cup means to the world, you guys. Bottom line, when a guy like Cristiano Ronaldo at 37, can sign a three, 30-month deal for $207 million per year and $517 million overall, that tells you why soccer is the worldwide sport. Okay, we complain guys making $40, 50000000 million. This guy is making $17.2 million per month for the next 30 months, okay? Then you look at a guy like Pele, who's dying in a Brazil hospital of colon cancer who started the phenomenon of soccer as a great superstar. He and, and, you know, Bobby Charlton and Georgie Best, you know, he was lucky if he made five, six, $7,000 a year. And now you're at this point in time where Iran was rooting for the United States to win the game that they played the other day. The best friend of one of the Iranian players, he finds out three hours after the game, gets shot in the head on the streets because his friend who we grew up with playing soccer was also rooting for the United States to beat Iran. What is going on politically yeah. in this world? That is just, you know, sports is one thing. I used to call it the candy store of life. The reality of it is sports and politics have definitely meshed. And I don't think it's a good thing, but it's always going to be there. And I'm really sad for what's going on And FIFA. Don't get me started about FIFA, Fred. <laughs> the most corrupt organization. Talk about racism, please. We won't even go there. All right. Uh, this is Sports Overnight America. That's Ralph. That's Mark. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. All right, Artie, you're 126 years of age, as we know. So you've been around the, uh, the world a couple of times. You've seen a lot of things. 1957, Arkansas schools are, are segregated. Six black kids uh, trying to desegregate. It didn't work until 1967, I believe, but they tried. And a group of white uh, youngsters uh, around the six black kids. And one of the uh, guys was named Jerry Jones. Now, again, again, it was uh, 65 years ago. Does that bother you at all, uh, Art Source? 
It does bother me to a certain extent, Fred. But I will tell you what what was normal 65 years ago, even though it's not right, um, seems to still be betraying us as we move our way through the mid-2020s. Um, I, I just... I, I don't think there is anything you can say about that. Um, I think Dak Prescott maybe did the right thing when they asked him about it and said no comment. I know LeBron James has got a lot to say about it. Um, I just wonder at what point in time these people are going to get tired of going back into people's lives. Because, you know, the, the human element, and Mark, you can back me up on this yeah. or not. But the human element is we all make mistakes in life. We make judgments that are poor. We do things maybe we look back on and go, geez, I wish I wouldn't have done that. But, you know, this is why I think in a time where we have, you know, the, the ability to, to have mass media and, and be able to say something really fast, maybe, maybe it's like I used to do when I was really mad at somebody and I wrote an email and then I saved it and looked at it a couple of days later and then deleted it because I got what I wanted to say out. But, you know, sometimes I think we have to tether what we're thoughts, our initial thoughts are. And that's the problem with mass media. And the, hey, the, Artie, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Basically, you're giving him a pass that he was brought up in that part of the world and this and that. Do you give uh, Mel Gibson a pass? Because his dad uh, was a uh, Holocaust denier and he grew up in that kind of a That's a whole different thing, Fred. Right. Anybody, that, right. that's ever, anybody that's ever traveled Europe and, and, you know, been to Dachau and places like that and seen it, you can't deny that didn't happen. There's not, there's no way in, 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 in this green earth that you can deny that, you know, but, but then again, here's, here's the thing that I'm trying to tell you. We are a pro we are a process of our evolution of our upbringing. And I, I had a discussion one time with, with the great doctor who worked for the 49ers, Harry Edwards. Right. And, and we, we discussed, and this was at a United Negro College tournament in La Costa with all the greatest black stars in the world. Right. And we all kind of came to, to an agreement that if you raise kids on pure love and to, to, to really embrace everybody, we'd have a really great country. But it's, it's not the kids. It's the way they're taught things, the way the, way the parents kind of kind of socialize them is what i'm trying yeah. to say no i think you're right mark i think you're going to be on the other side here what do you think about jerry jones 65 years ago well first of all you know my idol was willie stargill and if everybody doesn't know what color skin he was maybe you want to look at a dictionary or something or get a getty image of it but you know i've always wondered you know growing up you know because i have a lot of good you know uh black friends and how tough it was to grow up black and you kind of always wonder, you know, the other thing. But let's focus on the task at hand here. LeBron James is smart enough to realize, and I like LeBron James a lot as a basketball player. Sometimes the political views get in the way, and I think that's what's steering the NBA away from, you know, the court. But the real problem here is what Kyrie Irving did, and nobody's taking exception to the fact that what he did and saying, hey, you know what? This is wrong. Kind of like what Kurt Gibson did with Jesse Orozco when he came to the Dodgers the first year. He said, hey, I'm not here to play games. I'm here to win a World Series. So LeBron should have enough sense. He's got enough clout. He should have said, hey, you did something wrong. You got to hone up to it. And that's what we lack in today's society to a certain extent is accountability and communication. It's two lost words. 
And to flip it on Jerry Jones, what was said in 1957 or what he did in 1957, hey, I don't condone that at all. But we've all made mistakes. We've all gone in, you know, candy stores and taken a candy here or there. Look what The Rock has done. He's gone back in a 7-Eleven in Hawaii every time and buy people things because he said he couldn't afford to take, you know, pay for the candy. And he used to take it. So you want to look for role models. I don't need the whole political aspect of the NBA. Well, I got to tell you, maybe taking candy bars, I don't think would rank with uh, segregating the schools in the state of Arkansas until 1967. And so those six kids that tried to desegregate in 57 didn't get it done. Fred, then we got to talk about Deshaun Deshaun Jackson. You know, it's not Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson. I mean, here are the the NFL, both of them, really. Yeah, you're exactly right. But what I'm trying to say is, Here's the guy that gets the first fully guaranteed contract in NFL history. And he, he hasn't played in 700 days. And, and now this is your role model. Really? Yeah, the, For the way yeah. he treated women. Go Can ahead, I Mark. jump on that? Yeah. You know, here, here. In 30 seconds, Mark. Mark, you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Here you got an organization like the Cleveland Browns that it wasn't one, two, three, four women. This is like 66, 67 women. And you give this guy a guaranteed contract and he's a role model. It's it, it's beyond me that w- what what is happening in today's society. Integrity and character are out the window. All right, we're going to take a break here. I agree with Mark 100%. agree with Art 100%. Uh, you agree or disagree, email us, sportsfredadale.com. Uh, sportsfredadale.com. We will come back with the Baron Sports Trivia and then Ralph Fig Tycho all straight away, all night long on sports overnight. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 
800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, everybody, back on Sports Overnight America. Later, Ralph Zig Tycho and his book, Comfortly Zone. We'll talk some baseball and talk some other stuff, I believe. And uh, you can email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. But right now, it's time for Baron Sports <laughs> Trivia, where we figure out uh, what these guys know or, or don't know. And, of course, every time we do it, we ask our source at 126 years of age what legal medicinal helps he has doing this show. Viagra. <laughs> What are you taking tonight? Anything I get my hands on. (laughs) Viagra. This is Nariva. This is the new thing. I love this one. I also like, since we're on late night, my my Awaken. So, I mean, you know, hey, when you get to be my age, staying up past 9 o'clock is is quite a challenge. Hey, let me ask Jack what you're taking. Let me ask ask you a question. Um, Do you get it through Amazon or do you go to the drugstore? Actually, it is cheaper to go through Amazon. <laughs> it is. It really is. Because it's it's about 30% cheaper, actually. All right, Mark, uh, we will start with you. Uh, NFL question. Since we are in the middle of the uh, NFL season, who had the most rushing yards in the NFL in the 1980s? Who had the oh, most rushing man, yards? My main, my main man. I, I loved him dearly, but I don't know if it was him, but I'm going to throw it out there. I, I thought he was the best running back I ever saw Earl Campbell, but it could be OJ Simpson. 80s? 80s? <laughs> he put he graduated oh. SC. <laughs> 15 oh, no, years. No, 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 not no, no, no. What uh what's the other guy? Franco Harris. Franco Harris. Okay. Artie, are either of those answers correct? I don't think so. What? Um most yards it, in the 80s in the National Football League. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a, a flyer here. And he he was from Penn State, and his name's Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner, not bad either. Um, but you're all wrong so far. Um, let me get, give you guys a hint. Um, he had a backfield teammate that was awfully good, also. Chuck they, Foreman. They had a uh, incorrect. They had a, a name for the two in the backfield. Okay, it was Eric Dickerson. Then. Eric Dickerson of the Rams and everybody else. The Colts after that. 11,226 yards in the 1980s. Wow. Better than Campbell? Yeah. Honestly, wow. God. Um, he ran behind that Ram offensive line for a bunch of those years. Let me tell you, the Newberry and the – I never, I never saw Jim Brown run. Right. But let me tell you, you guys, you guys can probably remember, but Earl Campbell, to me, it took three, four guys to bring him down. Oh, he was great. He was great, but just in the 80s, it just happened to Eric Dickerson. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. We'll just throw this one out there then. Who was Dickerson's backfield mate at SMU? 
Oh my oh, God! He was a sportscaster at ESPN too. Yeah, I know he had gotten trouble for for his kid coaching. Yeah. Uh, got got with the uh, the pirate down at uh, Texas Tech. Yeah. Oh my God! White he running ran, back. He ran for senator in Texas. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Mark, come on, help me out. Family Feud. I'm going to steal it from you, Craig James. There Craig, you go, baby. Craig James is the answer. Uh, He's, he was very right wing. He is very right wing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he's very proud. They of were him. the Pony Express, right? The Pony Express at SMU. And, of course, a couple years after that. New England Patriots, I think. Yeah, he was a Patriot. Yeah. And a couple years after they gra- didn't graduate, but after they left SMU, um, the, uh, they, the school was put on two years probation, and c- total probation. They couldn't play. They couldn't have a team. That's how bad the cheating was then. But now, of course, that these middle of the world kind of cheating because there's some quarterbacks making two million and that's totally legal. So that, totally their confused. coach, their coach was a guy named Ron Meyer. Ron Myers, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, back to Mark on Baron Sports Trivia. This is an interesting question. You ready, Mark? Yeah. Most common nickname of college football schools. Most common <laughs> nickname of college football schools. I know this one. Don't say anything. Most so common guess is wrong. Of college football schools. Silly guess is wrong. You're bad, friend. Meow. Uh, yeah. USC? No, the nickname. Oh, the nickname. Um, like Dodgers and baseball? Meow. Troy? What? Troy? I can't hear you. What is it? Troy. 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 Yeah. Is that a USC? nickname or a name of well, school? Nickname of the school, Troy. All right. I'm uh, Wildcats, Fred. Oh God. Well, what would that be, Art Source? Wildcats. You're right there, but you're wrong. Some this kind of kitty. This some thing, kind of panther. This thing flies around. Hawks. It flies oh, the Eagles. Eagles. The Eagles. Most common nickname of college football schools. They got it. Hey, on the I actually guess. saw a picture of an albino eagle the other day. Is that right? Oh, God. Unbelievable. I'd never, ever seen one before. They're very, very rare. Huh. I'm not More sure. More prevagen. I, I, <laughs> all right. Um, Art, first NFL player with 20 TDs in a season. First NFL player with 20 touchdowns in a season. Oh, uh, who might this, this be? I think I know this. But, but it's Art's turn. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying here. Let's embarrass Art first. Three guys. Three guys come to mind. Yep. Um, what are they? I got. I was thinking Jimmy Brown, but he didn't play enough games no. to get 20 TDs. So we're not going to go there. And then I was going to say Tony Dorsett. Right. And I like Tony Dorsett the more I think about it. Right. And I also like Emmett Smith. So I'm going to have to choose between the two of them. I'm going to go with Emmett Smith. Okay. So if I told you that uh, Tony Dorsett. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. Well, what is your guess? I think mine, mine would be Larry Zonka. He was another bull to bring down. Yeah. Larry Zonka would be one. Then I'm going Eric Dickerson. Okay. And my third would be Roger Craig. Now remember, folks. Uh, you know, in the 60s, they, for some of the 60s, they played 12 games and they went to 14, right. then 16, and now 17. But this was done in the in the 12 or the 14-game season. 
my hint would be Johnny Unitas. Oh, Al uh, Alan Amici. Alan Amici, incorrect. Lionel Mitchell. Incorrect. You think wow. Lionel Mitchell played with Johnny Unitas? Yeah, but no. Lenny oh, that was, Moore. That was Le Lenny Moore. Lenny Moore is the answer. Penn State's the school, and the Baltimore Colts uh, was an NFL club. And, you know, he was one of the first guys, if you think about it, not just a running back, but also like a wide receiver. Where, where they play them in all Let me ask you this, uh, guys. Are you surprised that the – you know, we, we saw this, you know, at the Cleveland Browns. How come they just didn't keep the name in Baltimore for the Colts or the Houston Oilers? Well, because they moved to Tennessee. Right, but Baltimore moved out in the middle of the night and left the Browns without a team. And when they came back, they had that name. I mean, the Colts and the Oilers were names, traditional names. Why would they? Well, what I'm saying is the Lakers, we don't, we don't have many lakes here in, in this part of California. Right. But they came from Minneapolis. But that was a way back. By the time Houston moved, uh, the Oilers moved. Tennessee, I don't think, is famous for – oil necessarily so they wanted to get a, uh, a more you know true name i guess titans you know it's always yeah. good for anything at that but point. the the pure tradition of baltimore colts football the ravens didn't want to go with that for some reason huh no they can i tell you they had a real problem with the owner um Ursay? you know the, yeah not just ursay but even when they came back to town and, you know, the old owner of the Cleveland Browns, I mean, oh, yeah. hey, that, that was Modell. a real nightmare. Yeah, Art Modell and, and, and Mr. Lerner, who I knew personally, he actually got me my first set of goalposts, the guy that, that actually owned the, the, uh, the new Cleveland Browns. He passed away about 10 years ago. But, yeah, that was a real rough situation. But, you know, I mean, if you think about it, the Ravens with Edgar Allan Poe in Baltimore and, right. you know, that's that's kind of where that is. It fits. All right, we're going to take a break and come back with Rob Zig Tycho. His book is Comfortably Zoned in a Bat of Pine Tar, a baseball book, uh, his life in New York and San Francisco following baseball. Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere. We'll come back with Ralph and then uh, come back with the guys all night long on Sports Overnight America. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. 
this is Staples. So, rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm-hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com shipping for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Sports Overnight America, and uh, we've had Ralph Zig Tycho on uh, many times on this show. He's written uh, carefully zoned in about a pine tar. Uh, he grew up in baseball. Book. He grew up in New York uh, and was a Mets fan, and uh, uh, now he's in San Francisco. So he follows the Giants and maybe he follows the A's. Ralph, welcome again to the show. Hey, thank you so much, Fred. Um, I always enjoy your company and Audie too. And what about Mark? Mark, I don't know, but I <laughs> will try to enjoy try to enjoy his company as I. I'm I'm trying. That's uh, hey, listen. That's the best it. best part about hey, Mark is if you need to bet on a game, Ralph, you just ask Mark. Go the other way, and you'll be a millionaire. <laughs> hey, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph, kind of like your first beer. You swig it around like mouthwash. You spit it out. And you get accustomed to it. All right. Uh, let's, hey, um, you asked you asked me to talk about the Giants and Mets. And this was a day, or this was a week, when Gaylord Perry passed away. Yes. And I just wanted to note what a terrific, uh, terrific pitcher he was, and uh, how how we're losing so many athletes, uh, entertainers. It just seems like uh, mortality is catching up with us. So, so, let, me tell, um, let me tell you something. I interviewed him a couple of times, Andy. Always very nice on the air. Uh, and, of course, one of the top 15 winning pitchers of all time in Major League Baseball. But I don't think people realize that, like, 35 years ago, he lost his wife in a traffic accident. So, 
you know, he died at 84, minus 35, that's like 49. And what, what the point is, oh. you know, he had, he had heartbreak uh, in his life. And uh, I just want you people know, to know. That did you guys, did you guys, did you guys hear the story about the man on the moon with him and, and the manager of the yeah. Giants? Oh, one of the great Alvin stories Dog. of all time. You've got to tell that story, Ralph. I still think it's one of the best ever. <laughs> well, Alvin Dock said the um, Gaylord was a horrible hitter, as most pitchers were. And um, he made a remark uh, two or three days before it happened um, when Gaylord Perry hits his first home run, there'll be a man on the moon. And sure enough, Gaylord Perry, Gaylord Perry hits a home run, and two or three days later, there's a man on the moon. So um, <laughs> it's, or it could have been the other way around yeah. when you get to be. And, and I guess the writer's name, the writer's name was like Jimmy Uranus or or Jimmy Jupiter or something like that. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hang, I, on. hang on, July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. That's the day he hit the home run. That's the day we got to the moon. It was yeah. the same day. So the story it is was the knows. same day. Wow. Same day. Wow. Let me tell you, Alvin Dark was the manager who said it. And let me talk a little bit about Alvin Dark. Okay. Because he was my, um, I came to the Polar Grounds and the Giants in 1951. I was five years old. Right. And Alvin Dark was the starting shortstop for the Giants. So all my life, all, all my early life, he was my hero. And it turns out that Alvin Dark, given his southern upbringing or, or damage uh, of some sort, he turns out to be a despicable character. And that was one of the things that made me realize that these people are human. The Mickey Mantles, the Willie Mason's, all these guys do. And I can't forget Duke Snyder, right? But um, they're, they're all human beings, and we all are. And we, we can't hero worship them like we did when we were kids. Um, that's just just my point. Alvin Dark discriminated, outly discriminated against Latins. He called all of them, quote, Puerto Ricans. And most of them, with Jose Pagan as an exception, was not a Puerto Rican. They, they were from the Dominican, mostly. Um, so he was an insulting, grating human being. And I'll tell you what, I had the chance to have breakfast with he and his wife. And they were so happy to have breakfast with me at the beginning because I, like I say, um, I, I was his hero. I got to tell them in no uncertain terms nicely what I thought, what I thought of um, all of um their hypocrisy um the fact that they were so racist was, you can say it it's okay we're we're in 2022 now <laughs> okay um yes he was a racist 
Ralph, let me, Ralph let, me, let me interrupt you for a second. As you were eating with Mrs. Alvin Dark and Alvin Dark, did they ask you, how come you don't have horns on? Oh, they they didn't ask, but they they look over and go and kind of uh, kind of. I'll tell you what. I have a story. A personal friend's wife. I was at the at their house, right. and they are deeply religious. Right. And the, this is an otherwise nondescript person. Okay. So I, I'm just going to tell you it happens. She says, does Diane, the woman, um, oh, you got a haircut. And I jokingly said, it covers up my horns. Oh, boy. And she looked over at the horns, <laughs> at what <laughs> would have been the horns if they were there, and kind of nodded a little bit. And, and I know it was coming to her head. I knew it, she said to herself, I knew it, this man has horns, all Jews do. <laughs> but, uh, so my point is, it goes on in society and um, it doesn't go away wherever you are. Uh, Denny McLean, for instance, was uh, mentioned in Al Clark, the umpire's book, yeah. as being particularly yeah. anti-Semitic. Yeah. Um, I, I can't let that go or when, whenever it happens. Uh, and I'm not a devout Jew. I don't worship. I'm a Jew by culture. And um, the fact that makes it crazy is that Jesus, were he, um, did he exist? was supposedly a Jew. Yeah. So when, when Christians or anyone um, uh, harps on, on Judaism, what are they saying for crying out loud? Folks, um, this is sports religion on the air. Uh, you can email <laughs> us at uh, sportsfredayo.com, okay. sportsfredayo.com. Okay, I want to talk, talk to, let me, let me talk to, to Ralph about one of the great rotations that I remember in the 60s, you had Marischal, okay. you had Perry. OK, you mm -hmm. had all these great pitchers for the Giants. I think McCormick was in the, in those days as well. Um, what did you think about those great giant teams in the early 60s who, except for a line drive to second base caught by Bobby Richardson, would have won a World Series, should have won a couple. Your thoughts on that, Ralph? Oh, well, um... Given that the Dodgers had such a great pitching staff, I can understand it. But um, I, looking back, I'm disappointed. There were five or six years uh, when Marichal was at his peak, and um, their hitting was incredible. They supplied, the Giants did, the National League with outfielders, Alou, Moda, all these guys that couldn't that, um, that there was no place for them with with William Center and um, didn't all three Alou brothers hey. play for him at one time? Yeah, they played in the outfield. Yes, they did. Ralph, 
Let me let me throw uh, you a question, Mark Mancini over here. I, I particularly like 1971 when we beat the Giants, the Pirates did. I think you had Juan Marichal, McCovey, and Mays on that team. Am I correct? That that was the year of the Fox. And <laughs> what's in Charlie Fox was the manager. And his guts, his guts, Charlie Fox, he brought up um who was it? Uh the infielders. Um Max L- uh, Lanier? Yeah. yeah. Well, he, they, he replaced he replaced Max Lanier with Chris Spire and right. Fuentes and, and Fuentes and and Spire made a terrific double play combination. And I just want to note, I'm thinking about those years, and I know the time is limited, so I just want to know, note that Dave Kingman was on that team. Wow. And those of you, and those of you who think that Dave Kingman was merely a power hitter, no, this guy could go from first to third faster than literally anybody in baseball. He he was a uh, top-notch pitcher in college. He was a great athlete, Dave, Dave Kingman. And um, Willie was somewhat past his prime, but uh, the bullpen was Jerry Johnson, and uh, I think McMahon was, was in that bullpen. That was a terrific team. Um, and Charlie Fox went, uh, went to Horace Stoneham, or Horace Stoneham went to um, Charlie Fox. You can't bring up Spire. He's too young. He's a this, that, and the other thing. And Charlie Fox had the guts to stand up to, um, to Stoneham and say, you can fire me if this doesn't work. All right, and one minute, Ralph, Ralph, in one minute, uh, I want to talk about what's happening now. Explain to me one thing. You live in San Francisco. They yeah. signed, re-signed Zastrzemski, Mike Zastrzemski for $6 million, and they gave, and they gave Jack Peterson $19 million. Is oh, my he, God. Is he three times the player that Zastrzemski is? Neither of them can hit left-handed pitchers. Uh, where right. does Jock have three times over? Uh, yes, Ramsky, please explain. Well, you, there is such a thing as potential when you judge a player. Life's greatest and bird. You don't think, right? That's a French word like you didn't make it yet. <laughs> that, that's potential. Um, I, I can't answer that, just that, um, agents demand it. There, um, there, um, he, uh, Pumperton, whatever his name is, put up some good numbers a few years ago. And, uh, that means that he could do it again. Yastrzemski, on the other hand, really hasn't done anything over the course of a year. He's had so, some, um, Ralph, like some Ralph, good again, Ralph, streaks. We got, we got to go, but let me explain something to you. I looked at the uh, the numbers as far as defense, and Jack Peterson is the worst outfielder in baseball, and this is no joke. So 
my, again, I'm a fan. I mean, I, with the Dodgers, I was a big fan. He came up, they thought he could play center field. He can't even play left or right. He is just a DH. So Shrepke's not a bad center fielder. I think it's ridiculous to pay him three times. Ralph, as usual, you've been a great guest. Comfortly zoned in a vat of pine tar with Ralph Tycho and uh, picking up Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere. Ralph will definitely do this again. We love you. Thank you, Ralph. 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 All right, oh, that was, that was Ralph. I'm, I'm easy to love, but hard to like. <laughs> so. That's, uh, Ralph Zig Tycho grew up with the Giants, the New York baseball Giants, the Mets, now the San Francisco Giants. We didn't get a chance to talk about the Oakland A's. They're going to stay in Oakland. The Las Vegas A's? Oh. Las Vegas A's. Back with more on Sports Overnight America. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131 That's 800-824-5131 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Sports Overnight America. Thank you, Ralph Ziktaiko, Book Comfortly Zone, Innovative Pine Tar, Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere. Lots to talk about in the wonderful and wacky world of sports on Thursday night football. Mac Jones and the Patriots lost to the Buffalo Bills. In the fourth quarter, Mac Jones, who's developing into a pretty good quarterback, starts screaming at the coaching staff. I want to go deep. I want to go deep. You've got to open up the offense. Mark, should a quarterback do that on national TV? What are your thoughts? Yeah, he's like, you know, that, that's not the New England Patriots style of doing it. They take it in the locker room and, and go over it. You don't want to do it on national TV. But this guy's got a, quite a cachet. You know, he, he made stardom under Nick Saban. He's got another great coach in New England and Belichick. A little frustration there. But like I said before, you give me Trevor Lawrence – and you give me Mac Jones for the next 10 years and they'll be in the league, you won't see some of these Zach Wilsons who are out with their mom's girlfriends and Justin Fields and all that. Give me the two guys, Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. I'm set. Art, uh, do you think that Belichick may have talked to uh, – uh, uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And it was done in, <laughs> in quiet. And it was uh, – let me tell you something. You know, my problem with the, with the Patriots is, A, you've got – you know, Matt Patricia, who's a defensive coordinator by trade, and he's a very intelligent guy. But if he's calling the plays, I'm a little worried about their offense. They also have Joe Judge, who was the Giants head coach they brought back. Right. McDaniels, McDoofus, as I call him, is in Las Vegas. I mean, their offense was very pedestrian last night. It did not impress me in any way, shape, or form. Aguilar was open. Um, you know, they, they had some guys open. And they can't block anybody. And that was, I, I just think they're, they're an average football team. And the reality of it is in the nine seasons where there wasn't Tom Brady in new England or, or involved with, with Belichick coaching, he's never won, never won a playoff game. That's an interesting stat. I think so. And I think on this show, we put a whole slew of interesting stats. And if you agree or disagree, folks you can always email us sports, SportsFredadale.com. For Mark, for Art, for Mario, who puts the whole show together. We're with you all night long. Sports Overnight America. <laughs> 